0: For 40 years, Sandals has been crafting escapes of five-star luxury and romance throughout the Caribbean. Our new Palmcast takes you inside our five-star resorts with exclusive insights and stories you won't want to miss. Come explore the future of luxury-included travel and the best of the Caribbean. So kick up your feet, get some shade. This is the Sandals Palmcast. And our special guests, Carla Marie and Anthony, on their next island experience. Yes, it's Carla Marie and Anthony. Hello. Back to tell you more about our Jamaican journey on the Palmcast. And the second part of our trip to Jamaica, we went to Royal Plantation.
1: I was—I thought you were going to have me do like a drum roll there. Oh, sorry, no. It got very intense the way you did that. Carla okay, Ray. we
0: can do it again. <laughs> we went to
1: <laughs> Royal Plantation. There you go. Uh, and Royal Plantation is really cool. I will—I'll say this: out of all the resorts that we got to go to, as we toured all of Jamaica for what 17 days or yeah. whatever it was, Royal Plantation—it feels. Like, you time travel a little bit in, like, the best way possible.
0: Yeah, it feels... I keep saying Casablanca, but I don't know if I know my movies well enough <laughs> to say that. But it is more of a boutique-style resort.
1: And where it feels it's smaller. Like, an old, like an old Bond movie, almost. Yeah.
0: And the decor is super cool, and, and the rooms are just, like, very grand.
1: You know, there was someone who actually reached out to me on Instagram as we were staying at Royal Plantation. And they said... They told me... I think the guy's name was James... And he told me that he's gone to Jamaica 12 different times oh my god! to go specifically to Sandals Resorts. And eight of those trips were just at Royal Plantation. He has decided that that is his favorite one. It's kind of the quietest, most laid back yeah. of the, uh, the Jamaican resorts that we got to go to. And what I loved about it was... My room was on the first floor, which normally mm-hmm. I don't think I would love because that's where you get most of like the noise in a, in a regular resort or a hotel. But first off, the resort is kind of just more mellow and quiet than some of the other resorts. And on top of that, the way my room was positioned directly below me was the ocean. Oh, it was I, the shoreline.
0: Okay. Not to ruin your room or anything, Anthony, yeah. but I was on the second floor and I could hear the ocean from my room
1: but it was almost like so I used the headspace app to do like meditations and sleep sounds it's and just, stuff but it was almost like the headspace app came alive in my room and I could just hear the water going back and forth mm-hmm. and back and forth and that experience in itself was very calming and relaxing and that's one of the reasons I think it stood out to me as one of my favorite resorts the
0: first morning we woke up at sandals royal plantation we went on a bike ride at Blue Mountain. Now, Blue Mountain is this wonderful, beautiful, like mystical place in Jamaica that even locals, when you tell them, you go to Blue Mountain, will say, oh, I've always wanted to do that.
1: That was one of the coolest things when other people would find out that we were doing this crazy, you know, over two week tour of Jamaica, they'd obviously ask where Mm -hmm. we went. And without fail, every single time we mentioned Blue Mountain, Someone said, oh, you know what? I've been waiting so long to go there. I've lived here for my whole life. I've lived here for 15 <laughs> yeah. years and I've still never gone to Blue Mountain. So if you have the time to do it, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a trek. It's an all-day adventure. And it is definitely an all-day adventure. Yeah. It is 100% worth it. And here's how I know that it will not disappoint. Obviously, when you're there for two weeks at the tail end <laughs> of hurricane season, you're going to get some rain. And it rained the day that we went to Blue Mountain, mm-hmm. but even though we were kind of soaked by yeah, the we, end of we it. We
0: wore ponchos on yeah. this bike ride.
1: With all of that, you would assume like, oh, they probably hated it. I still
0: mm-hmm.
1: will mention it as one of my favorite experiences, not only of this trip, but in the last couple of years.
0: Yeah, so you will obviously book this trip through Island Routes. They'll get you to the mountain, up the mountain, up the windy roads of the mountain. I do not recommend driving up that mountain by yourself. So they'll get you to like this kind of like I don't know, a landing spot, you'll call it. You'll eventually have your lunch there. It's like your home base. Yeah, your home base. And you meet your guides for the day because you have more than one. One in the front of your trip and uh, like your little group and one in the back to keep you safe. And they get you all set up. They even put knee pads on you. To did keep we it. mention
1: this was a bike ride yet? What? We did, right? Yeah. I just want to make sure. Did I say that? I don't know.
0: I said Blue Mountain bike ride. Okay. We did. We wore ponchos bike riding. I said that. Okay. So they get you all set up. You know, your helmet, your knee pads, just in case you fall and you drive this is the best part up the mountain and you bike down which is great
1: it's like very minimal effort at the end of the day
0: it, it really is just sitting on a bike you're basically riding the brakes the entire time and we didn't even mention though blue mountain why it's so famous is you'll notice all over jamaica blue mountain coffee
1: and you'll hear it here too you'll randomly mm-hmm. hear companies promoting their blue mountain coffee
0: and it's some of the best coffee in the world, if not the best, and it grows there. And you'll stop on your bike ride to literally see coffee beans growing. Yeah. And I've never seen that before. And, and they're like growing touch, in the side
1: of the mountain too. It's just
0: it's wild. And the views were incredible. And you have so much time with these local guides. I remember Colin? I asked him a billion questions about living in Jamaica and the mountain and everything. And and he asked me questions about America. And it was such a cool experience to be able to have this all day conversation with the local.
1: Yeah, I was talking to Damien. Yep. who was towards the, the end of our group. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a very small group. We were lucky because it was kind of midweek. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when we traveled, COVID was kind of a big deal for a right. lot of people. So tourism was down and the mm-hmm. island had just started opening back up.
0: But we also did the private and bespoke tour. Yes. So when we got to stop at our home base for lunch, they had this full like platter for like what a three course, four course meal. It was amazing. And it was really cool. And it was really pretty and very Instagrammable lunch. So I recommend doing that. And then we went back down even further down the mountain. So we hadn't gone down to this part yet. And that's kind of like where you end. You don't go back to home base after this.
1: No, you're so just to, to break it down in like the simplest of yeah. terms, you are driven to the mountain. You get geared up, you drive up a little further from yep. there, and then you're basically just cruising down this beautiful scenic mountain the rest of the way, and your, your driver will meet you at the end and just take you home.
0: So I will need to say that we stopped actually to have lunch at that spot because it was raining. Yes. Normally what happens is you end at a waterfall, which we get, did get to go to, and you will have your lunch at the waterfall if you do the private and bespoke tour, and it's not downpouring like it was for us but even then we still went to the waterfall and it was gorgeous like i wish that it was like actually really hot and we were sweaty because i wanted to jump into it but i was already (laughs) soaked
1: and even then even with the clouds and and the things that we dealt with as we visited uh blue mountain and did the whole bike tour there it was still, it was like 65 degrees. Like, it's not like no, it, was no, it was cold was... and miserable by I mean, it was any means. It's even warmer,
0: but it was funny because Colin and uh, Damien, who are local, were like, it's so cold. And yeah. we're like, no, this is not cold.
1: <laughs> yeah. And by the way, we are from Seattle, so we're used to colder weather than 65 yeah. degrees. If so you're in like Miami, that. maybe that is cold for you.
0: Maybe. But then we went back to our Sandals Resort, Royal Plantation, and had an amazing dinner at. Papillion. Am I saying it right?
1: I I think you are. I was messing it up because I'm not the smartest.
0: It's French, so it's probably like
1: papillion. Yeah, there you go. That sounded Spanish to me. I don't know. Either way, and I, I guess we should have expected it from a French restaurant. Right. But the two of us and our friend Rachel, who was dining with us, decided obviously to get the French onion soup. Oh, my God. It was like the best French onion soup I have ever had in my life.
0: Like, by far, yeah. the best. And Anthony, you tried escargot for the first time.
1: I did, and I will warn every for the guys out there, there is, the only place that I noticed this, there's a little bit of a dress code. You have to have closed-toed shoes <laughs> uh, to get into the French restaurant. For guys. For guys, specifically. I was wearing flip-flops like I was doing on basically the rest of the trip, and they're like, sir, you need shoes for this place. So, I did order escargot. I don't know if you've ever had escargot, but... It's a weird consistency, but it's I also didn't. a great way to get garlic and butter into your mouth. Mm. So it's fine. Okay. So I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, we we did have you a lot didn't, of fun.
1: You weren't brave enough to do no. it, though.
0: And then I think we had um, a sorbet
1: there as well as for dessert.
0: Yes. I remember it was like a nice, refreshing dessert. But that was like the kind of the end of like nice and refreshing when it came to dessert. Because I feel like we just after that. We went heavy. We went real heavy. Yeah. And real hard on the cakes and everything, which we loved, obviously.
1: So the next day... <laughs> Um, and these are all things, remember, any excursion or adventure that we talk about, feel free to go ask your Island Roots desk for more information. Yeah. You can reach out to us. I'm at worst Anthony on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.
0: And I'm at the Carlo Marie.
1: And you can ask all the questions in the world to make sure that it's good for your group or your pair or whoever you're going yep. with. And they'll have all the answers. They'll have way more answers than we could have ever come up with on a 15-minute podcast.
0: Okay, but the next day, we did mini Roots which is driving mini Coopers around the island of Jamaica. And when I say driving, I mean like you will drive. Oh, yeah. I you're drove. In the,
1: you're in the driver's seat. And this is actually and I, again, we did travel during the COVID pandemic. Mm-hmm. So this was a really great way to get a tour, but also stay isolated within like your own car. Your couple, or if you're at a beaches within your group. Yeah. And um Carla Marie and I got to drive in Jamaica. We switched off a little bit and you get to actually, I think anytime you get to drive in any new place, you oh get God. a better feel
0: of the island, yeah. of the
1: island, the of the place. adventure, of the, the atmosphere in those cities, in those places.
0: But I had never driven on the op- opposite side of the car, let alone the opposite lane.
1: Yeah. It was so weird. But what's great, and in case you are concerned about that, be like, I've never driven outside of America or outside of wherever I live, they will have a guide car. And all you have to do is follow that car.
0: And they, they give you a walkie-talkie. So yeah. they give you instructions and they tell you like where they're turning. And um, we were warned for CJ's about CJ's. We would see a lot of CJ's. Which we were stands for? Crazy Jamaicans. Yeah. The driving there
1: was, a li- was, um, if I was on my own, I'd be worried. Yeah, it was but cool having a group to follow. Obviously, you have the guide car in the front. You have the safety car in the back. And we kind of cruised around. And one of the places that we got to go to was Miss T's for lunch.
0: Oh my God, it was so good. We had soursop drink, Yeah, like drinks. It was so amazing. And we had jerk chicken there as we well. We did. We had <gasps> jerk chicken no, you tried. in a lot
1: of places, but I also had curried goat, which is something that all the local Jamaicans will <laughs> tell you that you have to try. Carla Marie, you did not do curried goat, right? No,
0: but I did have aki and saltfish, which is the national dish of Jamaica, but I had that at Royal Plantation on the resort. But you tried the curry goat at
1: And Misty's is like a local legend in that part of Jamaica.
0: Yeah, so we drove ourselves there. But, Anthony, I think you're forgetting something we also did that day in our car. What am I
1: forgetting? There in was a lot routes, that we did.
0: We went to Mystic Mountain oh, yeah. and rode the bobsled.
1: So the bobsled ride that they have <laughs> it's a there. It's roller coaster. Yeah, and I was not expecting to go as fast as we did on that ride. I thought it was going to be like, you know, a kind of a touristy, yeah. oh, you're on the Jamaican bobsled, take your pictures type of thing. But this thing, it's on a track and you control your little two-person sled mm-hmm. with a lever. Yeah. And they tell you just keep the lever pushed down the whole way until the guide at the end tells you to pull it up. And you you shoot down this thing and it is really really fun it is it was a great time whether you're with kids or adults yeah. it
0: really so if you're staying at beaches and you have kids with you or if you're you know on sandals with as an adult it is still really cool to see but make sure you watch cool runnings if you've never seen cool <laughs> runnings then you're not going to fully appreciate this ride so make sure you watch it
1: and just in case you are uh you know new like we kind of wore as we got introduced to sandals this year in case you're not familiar with the difference between a sandals resort and a beaches resort oh is all Sandals resorts are couples only. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're not gonna find a room with double occupant or with two beds.
0: King size beds everywhere. King
1: size beds for everybody. Now if you want to go to a beaches for a family trip, a family reunion, a there's girls like trip.
0: 47 beds in the room.
1: Yeah, you can <laughs> you can cool. do that. And there's a bunch of beaches um locations around the Caribbean. There's yeah. two, I believe, in Jamaica yes. at least. So that's a big difference. That's a big thing you need to understand as you move forward, booking your trip at a Sandals or a Beaches.
0: But we did say to Beaches Resort in Jamaica, and we'll get to that in a later episode of the Palmcast.
1: Yeah, the ice cream there was awesome.
0: <laughs> but back to Sandals Royal Plantation. So one of the days we were there, we did our show live from an amazing, was it a villa, a private villa? Yeah. It was gorgeous. And then we got to go to a beach a little further down the road, and we released... Turtles with the Sandals Foundation.
1: Yeah. You know, it's tough because when you spend 17 days in an amazing place like Jamaica mm-hmm. with an amazing resort like Sandals and Beaches, everyone's always asking you, oh, what's your favorite time? What was your favorite day? And I don't know if I have a favorite day, but I definitely have a most fulfilling day. Oh my God. Yeah. And that was when we got to be part of the Turtle release and the Sandals Foundation, what's really great about what they do in terms of uh, their relationship with the Turtle release is they pay for everything. So if you're going to participate, right? You're gonna pay for your deposit that goes to funding the turtle release. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like your donation as part of this process. But the transportation is paid for by the Sandals Foundation. The scientists and the habitats and all of those things, The Sandals Foundation takes care of almost all of that.
0: It's a really, really cool organization that I highly suggest looking more into because we only did the turtle release. There's so many more things you can be a part of, whether you're on the island or any of the islands or just in the States. You can still be a part of things that the Sandals Foundation does. But the turtle release was literally Digging up baby turtles, which like, it's not like we just went backtrack for a second. (laughs) Okay. So you actually do a better job, Anthony, as at explaining this turtle release situation. Well, as
1: And again, we are big, dumb idiots here doing a podcast. We are not the scientists behind the the turtle release, but essentially disclaimer, but essentially what happens is there is a group of experts that realized that over the years due to regular industrialization and pollution and things like that. Sea turtles stopped coming to their regular breeding beaches where they would lay their eggs. They just stopped coming all together.
0: And a big part of that, I guess, would be poachers as well. Yes. People would dig up turtle eggs and sell them and to make turtle soup. Yeah. Not even joking that that is a thing.
1: So there was there was human predators. There was natural predators. There was uh, Environment. environmental factors that played into this. So they said, how can we do the research to figure out how to get these turtles to come back and not only come back but protect them? While they are laying their eggs and while those eggs are maturing before they go back Mm -hmm. out to sea. And they have this incredible program now that will comb the beaches essentially every morning to see if a large female sea turtle has crawled back up to lay her eggs. When they find that, they mark it down. Mm -hmm. They protect that area. They cover it up. And people check throughout the day and throughout the night specifically to make sure that those egg, those nest areas are safe.
0: There are actual security guards of the nest areas, which is incredible.
1: They're essentially game wardens at this point.
0: And when they talk about the numbers, which I don't want to ruin them because I don't remember them, but I just remember them being so drastic. Once the people got involved mm-hmm. to save the turtles and once the sandals foundation was able to help fund it the numbers of turtles going out to sea have changed drastically yeah
1: i think and again you can google this and i i really do suggest doing this adventure this excursion when you are in sandals royal plantation if you have the opportunity to do so and they'll give you the accurate numbers but it's essentially is something like let's say a female turtle laid a hundred eggs mm-hmm which is normal, 100, 130 eggs on the beach. Before the foundation got involved, maybe three of those turtles matured, made it to the ocean and then from the ocean to their, yeah. their kind of jet streams that they go into. Now you're looking at 97 to 98 turtles being released back out into the ocean, which is huge in terms yeah. of repopulating these areas. And I, I almost don't want to go into it any further because it's it's what? something that you should experience. But- I got to touch paper turtles. When you get to, and at the end of it. Safely. What you do is, as these turtles are hatched, the foundation makes sure that they're all healthy and safe. And the people that are there to partake in this, wash them off to make sure that their eyes are open.
0: You dunk them in the ocean.
1: You you dunk them for a second, then you bring them back out, I'd say 100 yards away from mm-hmm. the ocean, and let them crawl back because that's how they kind of set their internal GPS to know that's where they have to go years down the road
0: and it's to get their sand legs under them so they know how to walk and they kind of just had this journey to the ocean it is one of the most fulfilling experiences i've ever witnessed so we both highly highly recommend doing a turtle release with sandals foundation you can book it through island roots but if you want to know more about sandals foundation it's sandalsfoundation.org
1: and what i would suggest you do if you're trying to follow us along our journey We have a bunch of different podcasts explaining our experiences and our times in Jamaica with Sandals and Beaches. The next stop is Sandals South Coast. Which, if you, had, if you had to drag the favorite resort question out of me, it might be my favorite.
0: Interesting. So
1: that's next podcast. My name is Anthony.
0: I'm Carla Marie.
1: Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Don't
0: forget to subscribe to be notified when the next series drops. And remember, love is all you need because everything else is included.